Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Quote now at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Welcome back, my kindred, to Blood and Syrup, a Vampire the Masquerade live play podcast. I am Savanya Dracul, your host through this world of darkness. A new night began for the coterie like any other. Val and Evangeline had a silent drive into work, Everett walked good boy, and Doris drew her nightly tarot card. But when Doris offered to do a tea reading to help find Ridley's mother, the tension between herself and Val hit a breaking point, leading to harsh words, a hole in the wall, and Val storming out. Evangeline set out to calm her down, but what will Val's beast have to say? Abandon hope, all ye who listen here. In the parking lot, Val, you lash out and with a single punch, crack the concrete barrier in half. Then you go over as you feel this compulsion overtake you, grab Doris's concrete barrier, yank it out of the ground, turn around, smash it through the hood of the car that is parked in the Doris's space. It's a squad car. It's generic. Uh, and then you rear back and just throw it like a spear. Then this concrete pylon blasts through and sticks in the middle of this squad car. What is going through your head that is the justification for this compulsion? Because it is your beast, but the beast is always going to be based on the thought processes that make sense to the person being affected by it. Yeah. I think this is totally her beast protecting her from being so hurt and upset by that. Just being like, it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter that he's dead. Doesn't matter. I don't feel that. I'm stronger than everybody. That's what fucking matters. I'm just strong and I'm going to hurt things. You don't have to feel feelings when you're fucking hurting things. So strong uh, is safe. Yes. Yes. So this is just, this is the... I don't have to think about all those things that make me sad. <laughs> Evangeline, you walk, you open the door to the the sheriff's station, you step outside and watch Val rip a concrete, like rip the post out of the ground, smash a squad car with it and hurl it through a squad car. Yeah, Evangeline's first thought before she stepped outside was just like, I'm going to send Percy over to just be like someone that like won't set Val off. There's no way I'm letting my dog near this raging kindred. So uh, like Percy back back inside. Can you roll me your animal ordering yeah. roll? Four successes. Percy nods, turns around, goes back inside. Yep. Good, good boy. Back. And the door <laughs> shuts. Um. Hey there, Officer Miller. Oh, Val's head snaps up. It's like animal spooky, <laughs> glowy eyes. Clark, come the fuck over here. Um. Excuse me? Fight me, Clark. Come here. <laughs> Why would I fight you? I'm not fighting you. <laughs> Why the fuck wouldn't you fight me? You're a kindred. I'm a kindred. She's stalking over to you. Is that <laughs> that's all that kindred do? We just fight all that's the time. Right. That's right. Oh, you got it. Come on. I'll let you go on. Take a punch. Fight me. Are you going to punch me back? We'll see. See how hard you hit. Nope. Not doing it. 
Oh, Clark, you try to act like you're so above it all. I know that you've got an animal inside of you, too. Y yeah. You've seen it come out. Yeah. I mean, Evangeline, to be clear, is like, she's kind of like, she's like quaking inside because Val is big and scary and very out of control right now. But she's if you're trying try. to not show fear, can you yeah. roll me a composure and uh, performance if you're trying to play it off or persuasion if you're just trying to convince Val that you're not afraid? Oh, uh, persuasion is more dice but it has to be performance fuck yeah because you're also trying to convince yourself you're not afraid yeah one success Val, can you roll me an intimidate oh god yep <clears throat> and with oh i mean intimidate, uh, and... intimidate oh dear god uh <laughs> what what do you think it would be based on this probably just strength this yeah. is straight up like fight me fucker which does not strike <laughs> me as like charisma based so no and it's definitely right. a physical intimidation, so feel right. free. I'll take them all. Five successes, two of them are tens, no hunger dice, so seven successes on intimidation. Uh, yeah. Uh, Evangeline, you scared. You can't hide that you're scared, and Val keeps getting closer. Val, just stop. <laughs> Fucking just, make me, Clark. No, and back the fuck <laughs> off. I No, I'm not going to make you. She's gonna she's gonna shove Evangeline like against the, the wall, like shove her down on the floor on the, the ground. What the fuck? What the fuck did I do? Admit it. Admit it, Clark. You couldn't beat me if you fucking wanted to. No, of course I couldn't. What the fuck is your problem? That's what I that's what I fucking thought. Oh. Okay. Big Big, big, strong vampire. Big, mm -hmm. strong vampire. Gotta show you're big and strong. Fuck you. Yeah, that's right. Val's just gonna go back to the car. <laughs> Stand there. And go D run away, Clark. Go I'm run away. No, I'm not running away. We have shit to do. We have, we have work to, we have work to do. Oh, man, I hate to do this to you, Val, but she didn't cave. She didn't cave. If she'd caved or walked away, this would be over, but the compulsion is still in force. Evangeline's scared, but, like, fuck, man. Like, they do need Val. <laughs> Val, walk back over to Evangeline. Clark. You go walk the fuck back in there or I'll throw you through the fucking window. Again, why? I'm going to start counting. Five, no, four, three, yeah. no, two. I'm No, I'm done with this. And Evangeline goes in. She just, she just scrambles up and goes back in to the, to the department. And she's going to be like, Sheriff? I'm How do we do? This is on you. This is this is on you. She's she's fucking nuts. This is on you. Well, yeah, yeah, deal yeah, with her. Right? Deal with deal with her. I'm not gonna get like killed because she can't control herself. Kill. I'm just Jesus. not. All right. All right. All right. Fucking. Oh, Everett's fuck? coming out now. <laughs> Great. 
Meanwhile, inside, uh, Doris, you've been left alone with Evangeline, who is completely panicked and doesn't know, like, what to do. You have no information about what happened outside other than her bursting back No, I think think Everett leaves and then kind of Doris realizes that Evangeline's here and just kind of looks up and says, would you say Earl Grey or green tea? What is wrong with you? (laughs) (laughs) Are you that oblivious to what's going on? No, I I just stick with the task at hand. This is my task at hand. Making tea? And so your task, like, a minute ago was pissing off Val to the point that, like, she almost killed me out there? That wasn't my task. I can't control her actions. She no, needs to No, but you can control, control what you say to her, knowing full well how she's going to react. She's not a child, Clark. I shouldn't have to tiptoe around another deputy of the sheriff's department. Not a child, You say everyone's a child compared to you. You should know better. I think green tea. Fucking useless. Doris, are you going to make green tea? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Great. Do you have green tea? Yeah, I've got lots of tea upstairs. Perfect. All right, so you're going upstairs to make tea. Evangeline, Mm -hmm. you're in the middle. You, You just look up and see Bart just, like, staring at the floor tiptoeing out of his doorless office and like you hear him open the door to the evidence locker and then close it and then you just hear it lock (laughs) he's locking himself into the evidence locker and having nothing to do with this and evangeline's just like because she's all hopped up she's like honestly barty good call good call and then you just see the door close to the cells on the other side and troy like look through the window and then troy lock the door (laughs) evangeline gives him like a big Thumbs up. Yep. He gives big one old back. Va- big old vamp. All the vampires can't control ourselves. <laughs> Look at us go. We're a sheriff's <laughs> department. Evangeline just yells to no one. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, out front, Everett, you have exited. And Val, you are still under your compulsion because Evangeline did what you said, but it, you didn't dominate Evangeline in that process. Like, it wasn't enough for to satisfy your compulsion. Uh... Everett, you walk out. Val, you're there. You gonna fucking fight me, Sheriff? What the hell's going on out here? Everett, you look over and see Doris's nameplate and concrete pole have been driven through a squad car that's been smashed in a broken concrete divider. Yeah, you wanted to talk about your fucking beast and all that shit. All right, show me. Show me, Sheriff, for I fucking fight me. Is this this who I'm talking to right now? Am I talking to Officer Miller's beast? Oh, you're talking to so much. Oh, she's just going to take a swing at you. She's just going to try to punch you. But I know that you have Daunt, so I think I have to roll to hit you. Yeah. One, uh, a resolve and composure at difficulty two. Is that automatic or do you have to turn that ability on? Uh, It doesn't. uh, It's my notes, so it doesn't say. I I have for um, some of them like toughness where I need to do a rouse check. Which yep. is like, I guess, turning on and off. But these other ones are passive. If that what makes is it based like, under? Just so I can double check. It's those. under presence. Presence. Yeah, yeah. That is. It is free. Duration is one scene or until intentionally ended. So my guess would be that you have to turn it on. I do so have I, to turn it on. So yes. I wouldn't be ready then. I, no, this mm, one's yeah. going to come out of nowhere. So your yeah. first okay. hit's going to be free there, Val. Uh, right. Can you roll me? 
Strength and Brawl. And Everett, if you can roll me Dexterity, and I would also, I would say Insight, if you are going to catch it before it happens, like you can sense the swing and are trying to dodge it, or Brawl, if it's just a surprise out of nowhere. Oh, good. Uh, I think, I think her, I mean, it's not going to matter. Look, let me go. Oh, it's going to matter. It's going to (laughs) matter. Uh, I'll go insight only because she gave a little preamble before taking a yep. swing at me. Yep, and you'd been warned from Evangeline coming in, being like, she's going to kill me. Uh, two successes. Val? So I got six successes. Uh. Two are tens, but I also got two ones and ones on a hunger dice, so I got another bestial <laughs> failure. Oh! Oh my god! And what is the number of successes once we math this out? <laughs> oh, Everett, it was nice knowing you. Six, because I got six, two more, two less. <laughs> six oh successes. Jesus. Okay. <laughs> so, Everett, by default, you are going to take six superficial points of damage. Oh okay. my god. Uh, wow. Those would normally be cut in half because you're a vampire. Val, mm-hmm. your ability only makes damage nastier on mortals, correct? Correct. It's normal on vampires. Okay, so, so it's so it's half. So you're taking three, Everett, because superficial automatically oh, is okay. cut in half for vampires, because you tough. Mm-hmm. Now let me find this chart for what is happening right now. I, fucking, I can't handle anything. <laughs> like all of the ang- that just all of the angst that she has been holding in this whole show is just happening <laughs> right now. Bestial failure. Oh God. Howdy, I'm Everett Fry. I'm taking a little break from solving vampire crimes to talk to y'all about the Dumb Dumbs and Dice Patreon. If you go to patreon.com slash dumdumdice, you can support these fine folks that bring you this show and other shows at a number of different levels. Well, hell, for just $1 a month, you get access to the patron-only Discord. Now, I don't know what a Discord is, but my understanding that it's a place where a bunch of the fans gather and hang out, and it's quite active. Hell, even some of the cast members show up on there, and they're quite active too. So if that uh, tickles your fancy into something you'd be interested in checking out, well, just head on over to patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-D-I-C-E. What the hell's a Patreon? I need you to roll me another D10. It's going to be the same one. Here you go. It's the same stupid hunger dice. <laughs> I rolled another three. So I don't know. It wants to be three. It's just where it wants to live. All right. Then we are going to bump this up. You've already, you're already under a, a dominance. Uh, mm-hmm. And it's not going to be hunger, which means the next closest is harm. <laughs> Things turn ugly. The the hunger compels the vampire to hurt and destroy, not to feed or to win, but solely for the sake of causing harm and reveling in the pain of others. Uh, this often means physical harm, and I'm going to say, based on this scene, it means physical harm because it's already a physical confrontation. Uh, any actions not immediately resulting in someone or something getting harmed are at a two-dice penalty to your pool. This ends when you incapacitate, destroy, or drive away a target. Uh, if you turn on an object, it has to be important to someone. But right now, 
what I will say is driving Everett away, I'm also taking off the table. You're under a double compulsion. You've already driven someone away and it didn't cure the other one. Mm-hmm. Uh, you need to incapacitate or kill him. Oh my God. Great. Great. We're we're in it now, fam. Mortal Kombat. What? Or you could take other tests at like a minus two tier pool, but because of your current clan bane, which is against anger, that will actually be at, I think, minus three from your clan bane being factored in. Yeah. Yeah. You do have yep. stakes on your belt. Those would be on the table. Uh, you could also just beat the ever-loving shit out of him. That's fine, too. Oh, would, would staking him count? <laughs> <laughs> Using a stake would meet the requirements of incapacitation, but it would not meet the needs of harm. However, you could mm. stake him and then do something to hurt him while he's staked, because then he can't resist you. No, Val would just keep trying to punch him, like tackle him to the ground and keep punching him. That's all she has right now. That's reasonable. So you you hit him for for three uh, superficial, which he's marked on his sheet because it was six, but cut in half. Uh, Everett, you get a chance to respond. Uh, I think it seems pretty clear to Everett what's going on here. He's... He's been in a place like this a couple times now, and Val is the one who kind of helped him through it after the fact, talking <laughs> about how you just, you can't run away from this. Um, you need to face it and accept that it's part of you. And given that a deputy is beating the shit out of the sheriff in a parking lot, <laughs> <laughs> I think he's... He's responsible for these people. He's going to have to take this on, but he wants to change the location. Um, he can't beat Val in a fist fight. So he's got to lose to her somewhere where the people of New Haven can't see. <laughs> so he's, he, uh, he's, he's got like his forearms up to guard for like any more blows, but he's like, hey, hey, you want to do this? Let's have a fair fight. You and me in the basement by the coffins. <gasps> I'll give you everything I've got. Val, you can try to accept that. You'll be at a minus three die pool. (laughs) I would like to try and accept that. To accept the deal. This will be composure Mm -hmm. and etiquette. (laughs) You know what? It's like the tiniest bit of Val trying to survive in the back of her head because I I have three dice. I'm at minus three, but I can rouse. I'm going to rouse to try and add a dice. All (laughs) righty. And I rolled a 10, so I passed it. So here's my pass-fail single dice I'm rolling. I rolled a nine. Okay, you can accept that deal if you wish to. Val is going to grab (laughs) Everett by the back of the coat and just drag him into the basement. <laughs> just like walk him and drag yep. him down into the basement without saying anything. Everett will loudly declare while being dragged through the station, uh, Officer Miller and I go down downstairs to have a chat. Do not interrupt us. <laughs> Evangeline? Evangeline? We have the crossbows, right? Uh, there are crossbows inside the armory, which is in the evidence locker, which is locked. You do have stakes on your belt. Or you could try to get Barty to open it in a minute once they go downstairs. I want to try to get Barty to open it. Evangeline doesn't want to get anywhere near Val. Reasonable. So Val is dragging Everett down the stairs to the basement. Doris, you're upstairs mm. making tea. I am. Yeah. Is there anything else you're doing while you're up there? Or are you just brewing tea and getting um, ready to go? I was going to ask. I can't remember. I was supposed to be working on something that would help 
like calm Everett's beast or something like that. Yes, you've been doing um, research into that. Yeah, I'm wondering how that's going because I think she's realizing <laughs> there might be two people that need help on the so team. <laughs> that needs to. What am I supposed to do in this scenario, Evangeline? I weigh 50 pounds. Okay. <laughs> so I will say you're in a bit of a good news, bad news scenario. Okay. Which is your like rocks of tracking are completed. You have those now. Yeah, great. But the time it has taken you to build those meant that you didn't prioritize the blood research. Also, it's a very extended task. No one has really mastered how to solve the beast. So you're starting at, like, step one of the most fancy math possible. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Okay, so now I'm just... uh, I would like to uh, do a little tea ceremony to see whether I can find... uh, see whether the tea leaves give me information as to where uh, I'm assuming Ridley's mother is. Great. <laughs> Technically, I don't think anyone has explained Ridley to you as a concept, so you just know Everett is looking for a mother. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know if you assume that's his or if you assume it's someone else's. I assume it's a mother that he has, uh, like, like knows. Um, and, I, I no, no, she's going on fumes here, but she's He's relying on... He's searching for on, a mom. So this yeah, is just goodness. mom quest. Gotta get that uh, milk. Yeah. <laughs> Moms in your neighborhood. Woo! All right. So the the first question is, as as you brew the tea, was it the right tea? So I will say wits in a cult for you to see whether or not you feel good about the brew because you weren't sure about the the quality of which tea was correct for the mom search. Okay. That's uh, one, two, three, four successes. You're very confident in the tea that you have brewed. Great. Now, knowing that a lot of the traditional versions of tea leaf ceremonies and this kind of like thing is that the the caster drinks the tea or the person searching drinks the tea and then deals with the leaves, but you can't drink tea. What is Doris's solution to dealing with the tea? I actually can. I can rouse to drink and taste liquids. There you go. So you can rouse and then Mm -hmm. you you get this. Mm -hmm. All right. Oh, that's a nine. Well, there you go. It doesn't even affect mm-hmm. your your hunger level. You're you're so Great. confident in your overall ceremony. Can you roll me a wits and a cult to see the result of your tea leaf search? Yes. Yes, I can. All right. Here we go. <laughs> that's five successes. <laughs> Holy shit. Amazing. I'm going to find your mom, Everett. <laughs> your mom. Bad start. <laughs> Okay, five successes. Mm-hmm. Three I think she's based. like trying to get into Everett's head. Like she's like trying to like create some kind of link between she can't picture this woman, but Everett certainly can. And so she's like trying to get herself in that headspace. Great. Uh, you picture running water. Okay. And you have a very strong sense that she is alive. Okay. Oh, that boy. that is all you get. Three was like the base success for this, and then I give you a fact that you can picture in that way that psychics are always like, "I see this." In right, this. right. Running water. Okay, okay. Well, uh, he's gonna love that. That's uh... a. <laughs> I mean, I'm probably be happy she's not dead if you believe. Yeah, you. no, no, no. That's fair. Okay, great. So now that she's done that and gotten those very concrete answers, um, <laughs> which is probably actually the clearest reading she's gotten in a while. So oh, yeah, that one was solid. I think she's, like, feeling pretty good. Um, 
Oh, boy. There's the whole thing with Everett and Val now. That she's like, oh, yeah, that. Um, <laughs> so I think she's just going to walk down. <laughs> Great. So we got to catch up with the rest of the group's time because mm-hmm. I like this. Right. So Doris is rejoining the scene. Yeah. Evangeline. I think you were going to the evidence locker, you said, to try to convince Bart to open the door so you can get across. Yeah. Uh, Evangeline knocks on the door uh, of the evidence locker. Barty, Barty, um, I know shit's going down. I really need a crossbow with with the with the wooden bolts. Um, I- I'm going to step back the door. Can you just can you please pass one out? Just I, I got to take down Val. I, I don't know if that's a good idea. What if they just talk it out? Barty. <laughs> okay, that's enough. Can you roll me just for that Barty? Because I feel like that's all he needs. Can you roll me a manipulation and persuasion? Yeah. Uh, two successes. Oh, man, he did not have a big pool. But he determined. Yeah, no, I think you guys do what you got to do. I'm fucking staying in here. <laughs> Bar- you got stakes on your belt and you're fucking faster or whatever. Do it. Barty, Bar- uh, look, I don't want to. I'm really desperate. I will break the door down. Yeah, you'll try. This is a fucking vampire building. Evangeline <laughs> have keys to that room? <laughs> <laughs> I doubt you would, but Barty's office doesn't yeah. have a door. So yeah. you ha- you it, you can go to the office and get Barty's keys. Oh, 100%. She's going searching <laughs> That's for amazing. that. Yeah. <laughs> can you roll me a wits and awareness? Yeah. Rolling fucking garbage. Two successes. That's okay. You only needed one. His oh, keys good. are on his fucking desk. He just booked <laughs> it and left his belt. Like, yeah. he doesn't wear his belt in his office because he's too busy with the iced teas. And he locked yeah. it manually. So you've got the key. You go to the door. Yeah, I I put it. I put the key into the into the lock. Barty, look, I'm coming in. I just want the crossbow. Like, can you just just back up? Just back away, okay? I'm coming in. Can you roll me? She opens the door. A dexterity and a larceny. <laughs> well, that's just dexterity then. <laughs> uh, three successes. <laughs> You unlock the door. Barty tries to lock it again, but you hold the key and jam it open. So you you get in there. Right. Please don't kill me. I'm not. Barty, I'm not. Just I just need the crossbow. <laughs> she and she just kind of gent gently. And I mean, and, oh, he's out of your way. He's okay, not good. blocking you. <laughs> good, 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 good. Very rarely are people yelling, "Please don't kill me," and preventing you from going where you want. So he he's fucking in a corner, having nothing to do with this. All right. Uh, she she grabs a crossbow and just and you head right back out, back out of there. Barty closes the door behind you. But meanwhile, in the basement, Val, you drag Everett down the stairs. Good boy is going fucking insane at oh, the sight shit. of this. Good boy is chained up next to Everett's coffin because Good boy is a danger to the rest of the department. But it means Good boy has a range of half of this room, so you guys have half a room you can fight in without Good boy getting involved. But Good boy is fucking going like fucking bonkers on the chain that good boy is attached to what happens Val wants to just punch everett until he's in torpor basically great uh can you both roll me dexterity 
And oh, I'm gonna do a weird combo for this because I'm I'm making this up. Dexterity and wit. Uh combo those, and we're using this as the equivalent of initiative in this, because you both know you're going to fight, but I want to know mm. who's, like, smart and fast enough to be able to land the first hit or make the first decision. Two for Everett. Three successes. All right, Val, you're going first. All right, we'll punch you, I'm him imagining again. you're going to hit Everett. She can't go, just punch him. It's a big gut shot. Alrighty, strength and brawl versus Everett. You've got Dex uh, and brawl. Two successes out of three dice rolled. Nice. Five successes. Yep. So that becomes three with the difference uh, cut in half. We'll call that two. So that's two more superficial damage for your track Everett, which I think is all of your. That's all five of my gun. HP boxes got one slash through them. All right, Everett, it's your turn to respond. What do you do? Uh, I know from how I know from my experience that when I was in a state like this, um, I couldn't feel relief i couldn't feel like myself again until i broke that chair and this is just a hunch but i am assuming everett assumes that it can't be a sham victory so everett is going to give this all that he's got knowing that he has no way of winning but hoping that him fighting back tooth and nail and getting his ass kicked will be sufficient to have this this uh, frenzy, this furor pass over Val. So I'm not sure what action economy is like, but I would like to activate a number of abilities. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go for it. Okay. Uh, fortitude. Great. Um, will make me harder to intimidate um, or be coerced, basically, into doing things or, or changing. Um, I'll do a rouse check for toughness. Yep. I uh, pass, um, and uh, presence for the daunt ability, so that yep. she has to roll um, uh, resolve and composure to to attack me. And that one's free, so that's okay. just active. And then what do you want to do? Those are all like the way I think of those is basically that's the moment of like huh, you're just like mm -hmm. you know your blood speeds up. They're all pretty instinctual speed abilities. So what do you want to do as your action action? If she's got one arm I'm assuming holding me while the other one is wailing on me. Um, I'd like to just uh, come up that's with that same arm on the same side that she's holding me with and try and catch her under her chin with an uppercut. Great. Uh, that will be uh, strength or I would accept dexterity because you're being clever about how you're doing this and brawl versus Val. Hmm. I don't think you're in like a dodging mood, are you? No, I was uh, just take it. Probably. Stamina and brawl will be you just trying to tank the hit. Two successes. Four successes. You hit Val to zero effect whatsoever. Uh, in fact, your hand hurts, which is a weird thing for a vampire, but you realize you've hit metal and fucking other weird bones instead of just the regular. I guess she doesn't have metal in her jaw, but it may as well be made of that. She's Val. Uh, Val, what are you up to? Yeah, just... Just taking a hit and then just punching him again. Punching him, like, down into the corner. Fast. So are you, like, backing him up against a wall to hit yeah. him? Or you, yeah. Okay. 
So back towards the stairs or across the room away from the stairs by the lockers? Where, well, wherever good boy can't get to. So whatever the, the, corner I is I was furthest, giving yeah. you the two options that were yeah, not good yeah, boy. Yeah. Otherwise, so there's not, coffins and back corner. Those are Yeah, not I think it's go. away from the stairs. It's like pushing him all the way back into Great. the corner away from the stairs. Yeah. Yeah. So you're you're getting pushed into the, the lockers in that corner. We'll see. Uh, same die rules as last time. Strength and brawl for Val. Uh, Dex and brawl for your defense, Everett. One success. Four successes. Three gets downgraded to two, so you're up to two aggravated damage. Uh, and with my toughness. Oh, with toughness, yep. Uh, oh, that's only for superficial, so I actually didn't need to roll oh, no, for the, that because I maxed these are superficial. Super, these are superficial damage. It's just getting converted upwards, so that counts. So what does it do? Okay. Subtract my fortitude from superficial damage. My fortitude is two. So it becomes one, which gets halved, but it's still damaged, so it'll be one. So you have one aggravated damage on your box now. Okay. Upstairs, Doris, you come down the stairs ready to, to talk things out and you see Evangeline storming out of the evidence locker where the door locks behind her with a crossbow. Oh, what good. What do you do or say? Yeah. It's come to this, has it? Uh, Evangeline doesn't even have words for Doris, <laughs> the person who started this. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse you. I'm pretty sure Val was the one who, who called me fake. These these are in head thoughts. No, so these are in, that's yes. This is not this is not Laura blaming Claire. But <laughs> oh no, I know. Is Evangeline going downstairs or is Evangeline saying something in response to Doris? Um Evangeline's yeah, she says, "Look, can you can you compel Val to stop? Can you do your weird blood shit whatever mind stuff uh do i get a sense that like i know what's going on with val like do i get the sense that i know that this is her beast kind of thing i uh, you don't even know they're in the basement oh like you just know everett went out to talk to her and now True. evangeline has a crossbow right and so i think in in doris's brain she's like i promise not to compel her son uh <laughs> but i didn't promise not to compel her. You did um, promise to do whatever you could to bring you two back in, in line with each other. So this may even be a justified action. Oh, but Doris also knows that it's going to make her really mad. Um, but no, yes, if she's fighting the sheriff, this is bad. And uh, yeah, um, so she will say, um, I, can, I can certainly try. She's not going to like it, but... Oh. We have work to do. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to stake her with the like the crossbow thing. If that fails, I need you to I don't know get her to just stop and <laughs> not kill all of us. <laughs> right, I can do that. Maybe. Okay. Okay. I, You're I hearing guess insane that's... barking and the sounds of like smashing downstairs. Okay, sure. Are they we gotta in the go. basement? Yes, they're in. Yeah, they're in the basement. Oh, that's smart. <laughs> so, so you both head down to the basement. Meanwhile, in the basement, uh-huh. uh, Everett, you're getting your ass kicked. Sure um, am. <laughs> one thing that you realize is she's not going to stop. You have a plan to lose this fight, but you don't necessarily know what that's going to cost you, which you as Everett are relatively confident in, but you also have a beast, which mm. means there is a risk of frenzy 
which can happen if you're exposed to light, if you're exposed to extreme damage, if people threaten your touchstones. It's just your beast being like, fuck this. Uh, so I need you to roll a test. You need to roll your willpower score, which I think you have a total for. Willpower? Yes. I have five willpower. Yeah, the odds are you're going to pass boxes. this because you've got a decent humanity, but we're still going to check this out. So yeah. this is going to be a difficulty, I'm going to say four check, okay. uh, but you are rolling your willpower plus dice equal to one third of your humanity. I have my humanity written down in my notebook. It's been a while since I wrote it down. Let me just jump back a few pages. <laughs> uh, uh, so then I have half of my humanity is what I'm rolling in yep, dice. you're adding on top of the willpower. So three more dice. One three of them needs dice. to be a hunger uh, a die? Uh, a hunger die, yes, will appear in this because you're trying to okay. resist it. Okay. Uh, this is actually going to be a, sorry, difficulty three looking at the chart is more accurate. Okay. I've rolled... <laughs> I've rolled shit with, with uh, more dice, so let's see what happens. <laughs> One, two, three successes. All right, that's enough. You barely hang on. Your beast wants to overwhelm you, but you stay in control. Okay. What do you do? God, if I feel that beast, you know, knocking on the door, that's a problem. That's not what I want here. <clears throat> so, uh, I will, um, and then, you know, punching Val, what a stupid idea, right? In hindsight kind of thing. Uh, so I think while she's wailing on me, I've got like one hand raised up in feeble defense of her incoming blows, but the other one is fumbling around her belt to reach for a stake. Great. Uh, can you roll me a dexterity and if you're trying to do it secretively, stealth, uh, if you're just trying to grab it, it would just dexterity and athletics for just like a speed grab. Uh, it would be stealth. Great. Okay. For you, Val, you mm -hmm. will be rolling a wits and awareness to see what he's doing, but this is not actively causing him harm, so you're at a minus two Three. dice pool. Or is it oh, just two? Okay. And here we go. Oh, no, it's not on a hunger die. Thank God. Uh, a wash. Two successes and then two ones. So I yep. think actually Nailed. minus That's, one. Uh, yeah, it's a pretty yeah. bad failure. Uh, yeah. Val. I got two successes. Great. Val, you spot what he's doing and you get a chance to land a free hit uh, or do something to his arm that is reaching for the stakes. Does my uh, daunt play into these upcoming attacks at all anymore? Yes, or? it should play oh, into okay. these. I missed it last round. My apologies. What does okay. daunt okay, require not... again? Uh, resolve and composure roll. Difficulty of two. Roll us a resolve and composure there, Val, but you are not at a negative die pool because this is all in the, the goal of doing harm. All right, here we go. Oh, okay, so I rolled two successes and two ones, not on hunger dice, so I washed on that as well. All right, so that is a big old, he reaches for the stake, you twist away, you try to hit him, you look him in the eyes and flinch because you see Sheriff Cross. Uh, <laughs> and then yeah. back to you for more violence. Uh, can you overcome this ability that is preventing you from dominating him and hurting him? We got to do another daunt check if you want to hit him. All right. Oh, yep. I want to do that. So that's, you said composure and resolve. Resolve. Oh, yeah. Okay. Do it again. 
<laughs> Same thing. I cannot. I'm looking right at him. I rolled two successes and two ones. No hunger <laughs> dice. Watched yep. again, just so staring at him. You, mm-hmm. you. I would say at this point, you stagger back. You are frenzying. Yeah. You are seeing Sheriff Cross. You need to dominate. You need to hurt. You're not sure what's going on. Like it's it's overwhelming you. <sighs> I think at this point, uh, like Sheriff Cross's coffin is down here, right? Yep. Like that's I will hit that. I can't look at him. It's like the ghost of Sheriff Cross, and I'm going to destroy his coffin down here now. That is an interesting choice. Mm. Oh, that's terrifying. Evangeline, can you roll me a dexterity and a wit? Dexterity and wits? Yep, I know. It's a weird combo, but I'm figuring out how fast you can come down these stairs. Okay. Three successes. Three successes. You'll be down in the next round of combat, but not in this one. Val, you lurch towards Sheriff Cross's coffin to destroy it. Mm -hmm. The thing you didn't remember in your frenzy is that brings you into range of good boy. This episode of Blood and Syrup features the voices of Tyler Hewitt at Tyler underscore Hewitt on Twitter, Claire Blackwood at Claire Blackwood on Twitter, Del Borvik at Deltastic on Twitter, Laura Hamstra at EL Hamstring on Twitter, and storyteller Ryan LaPlante at The Ryan LaPlante on Twitter. This episode was edited and mixed by Laura Hamstra, and Blood and Syrup's artwork was created by Del Borvik at delborvik.com. That's D-E-L-B-O-R-O-V-I-C. Our theme songs are What's Really Going On Right Now by Chase Allen Willis and Traffic by Kai Engel, and our ads use the tracks No Control and Chiefs by Jazzar, J-A-H-Z-Z-A-R. All of their music is available at freemusicarchive.org. When it comes to Dum Dums and Dice, you can visit our website at dumdumdice.com, our Twitter and Instagram at dumdumdice, and on Facebook at facebook.com slash dumdumdice. We also have merchandise available at redbubble.com slash people slash dumdumdice. And most importantly, you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. Sleep well, my kindred. Sleep well in this world of darkness. Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time. The Half-Blind Prophet, Christopher Little, Sue One, George Dolby, Richard Cranium, Gavin and Abby McDonald, Logan, Fire Unfriendly, Grandma Likes D&D, Alan, Stabby Stranger, Glitch Trick, Flynn 1138, Alorain Okapi, OMG It's Big Nick, D&D and Things, Norma Byers, Schrodinger's Pepper, Guy Edwards, Flea Unit, Madre de Gatos, Lady Maiden, Melissa Rain, Nithrian, Garbo Ape, Locke, Sam Schaefer, and Jill and Noel Laplante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon too at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. Thanks to them, and a little bit of thanks to you. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish.